Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Just despair, disappointment, disenfranchisement, all of the words that are going through the head of a Dallas Cowboy fan this morning. Good morning, by the way. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff here on CBS Sports Radio. Despair. 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 Just, I'd be despondent. If I was a Dallas Cowboy. Is this worse than actually losing the game to have Mike McCarthy come back as your head coach? It adds to it. I mean, as if it wasn't bad enough for Cowboy fans that you're trying to get past what was a gut punch of a loss, an inexplicable, inexcusable loss to the Packers in the wildcard round. Now you realize this is your fate. Like, now you're resigned to it. Because if the Dallas Cowboys, if you haven't heard, are going to retain Mike McCarthy for at least next year, we're not sure Mm -hmm. after that, Next year will be the final year of his contract. You know what you're getting. It's not Super Bowl. And I hate the fact for the Cowboy fan that they're being told now 12 games in the regular season is good enough. When that's good, don't get me wrong, it gets you the two seed. And what's that supposed to get you? A nice path at least to the NFC Championship game. And instead it got you a first-round boot exit. One, two, three, Cancun. I mean, not ideal. No. So what's <laughs> what good is it winning twelve games if you're gonna flame out in the postseason this spectacularly? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my official stance is they should have made a move here because there's a great opportunity here. <laughs> Everybody, he could have your official stance. My official stance is, but what's your unofficial stance? I understand what Jerry Jones is doing here. Because there's no guarantee you're going to go 12-5 and again if you bring in a new coach. You could easily back. McCarthy fixed that offense this year. I mean, they were good. Kellen Moore, they were good under Kellen Moore. No, but they they controlled games so much better this year. It was disjointed a little bit under Kellen Moore. The criticism of him was that it was like he was playing a video game. Like, it was like him playing Madden. It wasn't as connected with the defense, and it wasn't a holistic. Exactly, exactly. But it was still a good offense that put up a lot of points. I think also McCarthy fixed Prescott this year to a large extent. Now, I understand that backslid in the playoffs, but he was awesome this year. He was the, he deserves all those MVP votes okay. that he's going to get. He's a, he played if you just looked at the regular season you say, "Oh, that's a great quarterback." Listen, so that's something. I that's get not it. totally nothing. Everyone's acting like they were 3 and 14. Okay, but here's the thing. Fixing Dak Prescott, I get it the interceptions got out of control at the end of last year and that needed to change. But fixing Dak Prescott 
is like a Hollywood movie when they need to give a makeover to the quote-unquote ugly girl and then make her beautiful. She's already pretty. Like, Dak didn't oh, need this full makeover. You they the took girl? her hair out of a bun and took her glasses off, and now all of a sudden she's a 10. You like, mean like she's, she's wearing she's overalls diaries. with paint splatter <laughs> yes, on it? Like, exactly. oh, my gosh, she's into painting. She must be ugly. <laughs> yeah, take her glasses off and take her hair out of a ponytail, and all of a sudden she looks like Miss America. Well, that, was da- a, that was the 90s, Maggie. That's how we viewed the world back then. Dak Prescott already was a good quarterback. This fixing Dak Prescott like he had all these problems he was uh, making 45 million dollars a year like okay he cut down on the interceptions fantastic that had not historically been a Dak Prescott problem I, I know. it was I like know, a I know, one-off I so I can't give Mike McCarthy all this credit because oh my gosh he came in and boy did he you know down to the studs you know really rip this thing apart and rebuild it Give me a break. This is a Super Bowl-ready roster no. that no, he no, was no. supposed to get to where they should be and underachieve. Okay, it's Super Bowl-ready roster. Let's say they hire Mike Vrabel this offseason. Are you picking the Dallas Cowboys with that team and that roster and Mike Vrabel to go to the Super Bowl? I am not because I think the offense would go backwards with Mike Vrabel and Arthur Smith. And I, I don't think they're as dangerous. I don't think they're super dangerous with Mike McCarthy. But I don't think Mike Vrabel's coming in there with that roster okay. winning a Super Bowl either. And I, at least I, I'm not 100% sure. I know that Mike Vrabel is a better big game coach even in the, you know, I know they lost as the uh, one seed. They lost to the Bengals. I get it. They lost. the. But I think in some ways we didn't understand what was going on with the Bengals at that point. Like they were not. They didn't have the same perception. Like, that run changed everything about Joe Burrow, about the Bengals. Like, this could be happening maybe with C.J. Stroud or Jordan Love, but I don't think to this extent. Like, I don't think we're going to look back and say, man, the Cowboys had no shot against, you know, Jordan Love. He might be good next year, but there was that's still an inexcusable loss for where he is at his this point of his career. Let's look at uh, the different strengths of the Cowboys. Obviously, on defense, Micah Parsons is unbelievable rushing the passer. Sure. But the guy is tiny, and he's lining up on your defensive line. I'm not an offensive coordinator, but I could have figured out, ooh, I'm going to run at that team all the time. Yeah. And that and is Aaron a problem. Jones did. So they did. They, exactly. That's, you actually nailed it. That was the Aaron Jones game. I think that they have a problem stopping the run. So they tried to draft this big kid, Mozzie Smith, out of Michigan. It didn't exactly work out. They need to fix their run defense. They're just not quite as good as we think. And they lost their number one cornerback, Trayvon Diggs. Everyone got excited about Deron Bland because they'd be up 40-8 to on the commanders and they'd get a pick six off of Sam Howell. Honestly, they're they're not nearly as good as everyone thinks they are. I, I... I look at their roster every year and say, oh, it's the stars on the helmet. We think they're all superstars. They're just not, Maggie. No, this is, you can't give me, they lost Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs is a great player. Perloff, they lost him in the preseason. You've got to be able to adjust. That's on coaching. They did adjust to some extent, but at the end, I think that Gilmore-Bland duo was kind of not good. Not what we were saying after Seattle. Exactly. Not what we were saying after Seattle when they had to move Stephon Gilmore onto DK Metcalf. I know, I know. It, it, we were wrong. This is a regular season team, and we knew that. Gilmore got so slow by the end. You could see it in the Green Bay game. Listen, everybody looked bad in the Green Bay game, and starting with number one, Mike McCarthy, and the fact that he gets to stay is just devastating. It is devastating for Cowboy fans because you know that also people who were like me who criticized Jerry Jones saying that he doesn't actually want to win a Super Bowl. He just wants to string you along. And I was told, no, Maggie, he cares more than anybody. He does. 
He does not. And oh he just my showed God. it to that you. Giant ego. He desperately wants to win. No. He wants to win. He wants to be the one who did it. Yeah, but his way isn't he's working. He's like, I he thinks he invented the NFL. He thinks he invented football. He thinks that he's going to do it. <laughs> and I, I think I know I understand your logic, but I think you misunderstand this man. I think he thinks he's the smartest guy in the entire league. And uh, he could win on his own. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Okay. This I'm interested in. Clint is calling from Texas who says he's a lifelong Cowboy fan who knows what's wrong with Jerry. Clint, what's wrong with Jerry? Good morning, guys. Love your show. Absolutely love it. Um, so I've worked for Jerry Jones. I've not, not personally, but I've worked for a guy who was just like Jerry. Got it. And here was the problem. And, and I've been a Cowboys fan my whole life. I've, I've, you know, I've really followed the team. This guy wanted to fix everything, but didn't want anybody's help. And he once looked me in the face and said, I know what the problem, I don't know anything about this problem, but here's what we're going to do to fix it. (laughs) (laughs) And let me guess, do you don't still work for this person? Do you? (laughs) I I do not. It was, but it created a a horrible environment of behind his back. Nobody respected him. The people who weren't Mm. self-motivated had quit Yep. And, um, you know, really, really, they wanted to follow his leadership, but, you know, he didn't give them any respect and didn't want to listen to what their solutions were. And so the environment was just toxic and the struggles that ensued because of that. And I see the same thing with the Cowboys. Uh, it's just never going to be any different. You know, Clint, and I think you got a it's, – it's a good observation, and I think there's a one-two punch here of why this specific pairing is not going to be good between Jerry and Mike McCarthy. Not that it's not going to be good. It's never going to win you a Super Bowl. It's because if you have all those qualities about Jerry, he wants to fix everything. He wants to be, you know, the cause of and the reason for all the yeah. solutions and, and, and everything and all the credit. And then you have Mike McCarthy, who I don't think a team – goes into a game and says, we have the better coach on the sideline because Mike McCarthy has made high-profile mistakes, game managing. He does not have the reputation of a big-game coach. It goes back to Green Bay when he had Aaron Rodgers. And I think the players know, like, hey, we're kind of – now we're going to the game with one hand tied behind our back. But, like, we are not – the advantage going into this game is not a head coach. Yeah, but, I mean, who are the good game managers? Because all the great coaches are terrible at game managing, ironically. Andy Reid's the worst game manager in the NFL. No, I get it. Uh, I I don't think it's the game management stuff and the X and O's. I think it was the, uh, whatever, the motivation, the getting fired up, being loose, being ready, thinking you can beat anybody. Actually, I guess in a sense I am agreeing. I don't think the confidence was there against the Packers, and that's what I would kill McCarthy for. He did not have that team believing they could win. You can't let the Packers get the ball first. Yeah surprise everybody, I guess, by not deferring. Like, you've never encountered this before in your life. Go down and score a touchdown, and basically it was five seconds away from yeah, being game I mean, over. The Packers immediately uh, took advantage of the Cowboys' two biggest weaknesses, that you can run on them, and that if you stop CeeDee Lamb, then the offense is not good. And they they did it. There was 50 more minutes of football. <laughs> like, it can't, that can't be the story of the well, season. It, it was. A, I mean, unfortunately, that was the story. That was the knock on them. They were your Super Bowl pick. But yep. did you get nervous that the only person they could throw to was CeeDee Lamb at a certain point? And Jake Ferguson was good, too. But they definitely were a little flawed even before this. Yeah, we always said they were a receiver short. Yeah, they, or something about CeeDee Lamb was so great this year. And then when he didn't show up and he was dropping passes... 
That got bad well, fast. And Dak was telegraphing everything right to him, staring him down. One thing about McCarthy, I do think the players like him. Uh, which That's not the reason to keep him around. I think he's very popular in that locker room. It seems like everybody kind of likes him. I've never heard people say, God, I hate Mike McCarthy. Like People hate Belichick. People hate Harbaugh. Right. McCarthy's a nice guy. I think that might be a bad thing in a sense. Well, I, maybe guys like him because... You know, you're going 12 and 5. You're yeah. probably hitting some bonuses with, you know, contract yeah. incentives. Like, there's a lot of reasons. I, I, think, I think he's a player relationship person, sure. too, generally. I mean, no, I know Roger's tired <laughs> on him, but but Roger's has his own stuff going on. Yeah, Roger's not the most reliable narrator when it comes to that stuff. Harrison is in Iowa. Good morning, Harrison. Hi, you guys. First time, long time. Perloff, I remember you back on your old show. Uh, um, Iowa's our home base for the Dan Patrick Show. We love Iowa. Are we? Oh, well, thank you, guys. Listen, now this is what's going on. These guys are, like you said, about actors and, you know, polishing up a pig and stuff like that. That whole team is full of stunt doubles. There's nobody <laughs> on that team that has the heart like Jerry does, but he doesn't have the uh, cojones to uh, get rid of people. McCarthy, please, give me a break. Perloff, I think you could go out there and do a better Maggie, I know you could do a better job at it. But wow. it's just ridiculous. They remind me of uh, middle-of-the-road or upper-tier WWE superstars who don't need a belt to succeed. They got their merch. I mean, the guy nice. sells out concerts there, this, that. I mean, how much more money does the guy need? He just needs it for his big old head. Yeah. I'm out. Thank you, guys. Harrison, thank you so much. Stunt doubles is funny because we yeah, will have we cosplaying will, <laughs> superstars. Yeah, cosplaying a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl uh, contender. Um, they might be right on that. It, it's funny because we do have this constant conversation about whether Dak Prescott is like an elite quarterback. He gets paid like one. He'll put up the numbers like one, but he's lacking in the postseason. Yeah. It's the same conversation we had with Tony Romo all those years. Like yeah. they just never have a slam dunk guy. Like when you know it, you know it, but he puts up the numbers because he's good. It's not like the numbers are accidentally like, Oh, he stinks, but he's thrown four touchdowns and no picks in this game. Like last year in the playoffs, he steamrolled the bucks yep. and looked amazing. And then he fell apart against that great Niners defense. So he's confusing. It's not just that he's putting up empty numbers. He's a good quarterback. No, it, He throws a good ball. He's tough. He wants to win. He just, uh, I don't know. It's just not a not when you get to the postseason. No, he still wants to win. It's not that he's bad. It's just you ever you, you, you can't ever go into a game and think, boy, do we have the advantage at quarterback today. Yeah. That's, that's, but, that's never something you would say about Dak Prescott in a postseason game. And, I, I think it's the team, too, though. Okay, it could be a lot of things, but, you know, we talk about the quarterback a lot because he's about to make, like, $55 yeah. million dollars or something. Look at both interceptions uh, on Sunday. One, Brandon Cooks got just shoved to the side by Jair Alexander, physically outmanned. That, to me, was partly on the receiver. Then they were in this situation. They forced it to C.D. Lamb. Like, all the coach, Mike McCarthy, who I'm defending today, ironically, said, you got to get it to C.D. Everyone's like, you got to feed C.D. Lamb. So Dak's like, all right, I'll feed C.D. Lamb. 
and the Packers were aware that was going to happen and were standing <laughs> right there for the pick six. He was staring down CeeDee Lamb like they were having one of those staring contests, like who's going to blink first? Like, well, I was I'm not looking the, anywhere else but right in your eyes. I was yelling at the TV, throw it to CeeDee Lamb. you got to throw it to CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb is your star. So it was a it was a weird situation. I can make an excuse for any Dak interception. <laughs> yeah, I, and you do. Most of the time well, it we is. We know. <laughs> yeah, most of the time. Well, last year he was throwing all these interceptions and were hitting guys right in the chest and bouncing up and going to the quarterbacks. I'm like, why is that on deck? All interceptions are not the same. Uh, Sean is in Rochester. Lovely this time of year. Hey, Sean, how are you? Oh, yeah. Eight degrees. Beautiful up here, boy. <laughs> Haven't seen the sun in a couple weeks, I imagine. I know it well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, as a lifelong Cowboy fan, I could accept the uh, Mike McCarthy staying if he had beat Green Bay Packers. Right. Um, and my whole thing is, if not now, when? And what next year when his contract is up and we get bumped in the first round of the playoffs again as a wild card, what what cor- what, what head, coach, head coaches are going to be better than a Bill Belichick or uh, a Harbaugh next year they're going to be out there? I mean, well, let me I ask you this. Bel- Sean. Yeah. What yep. you know how what if you found the next Bill Belichick, a young coordinator? Why is no one talking about that? Maybe the Cowboys should start over and actually rebuild this team instead of kind of find a guy who can come in immediately when maybe they should be like well, the Patriots hired Belichick, get a young coordinator and really like start from the the base, not start and bring in a guy who win immediately. Yeah, but I don't think Jerry Jones is that type of guy where he's going to get some young, uh, open-minded guy. Uh, I can yep. see him getting a Bill Belichick. And I, and I got this to say about Bill Belichick yeah. and Mike McCarthy. That's, Perloff, do you not think if the, if the New England Patriots were coming in, I know we're in different divisions, but if they were coming into our house and it's a game that you have to win, you don't think that, that, that Belichick would have put a better game Playing together a better performance against against Robert Kraft and your ex, your arch enemy who fired you and and, and showed up instead of that was pathetic. What McCarthy did that was terrible. Yeah, I'm I don't Sean know. Belichick just one. lost to the Jets. Thank dude. you, Sean. Yeah, he had beaten him sixteen times in a row. I, <laughs> I know. Mean, come on, we can't just talk about that one loss and be like, haha, the Jets got the better of him. He beat him for like. Five to seven straight years. Belichick's not exactly on a high right now. I'm not sure that I get it, but to Sean's point, like you would, you know, McCarthy tried to downplay the Packers' connection. Um, maybe did it to a fault. I don't know. They couldn't. Nothing was right here. Like nothing was right. But that's a good point. Like water gun to your midsection. Uh, if you had to pick one coach in a big game, Belichick or McCarthy, and I don't even. I I won't even tell you who the roster is. Like, you'd pick Belichick in a heartbeat. I know, and of course. But that being said, I don't know if I'd pick Belichick now. I actually wouldn't pick McCarthy. I wouldn't want either of them. How come nobody's talking about why don't they hire Ben Johnson or a Bobby Sloak? Why is there no, they're a different team that they they basically have to win a Super Bowl because Jerry's old? You want to know what's funny about that? Because if you go back to the Cowboys since Jerry Jones has owned the team, so Jimmy Johnson gives way to Barry Switzer, right, an established college coach to try to, basically do the same thing you did with Jimmy and replicate that. And they did win a Super Bowl. Then you went to Chan Gailey. Yeah. And NFL veteran veteran. Then you went to Dave Campo, a big time NFL veteran. Then you went to Parcells, <laughs> like yeah, the then, ultimate established guy. Then you went to Wade Phillips, another lifelong 
lifer was not Wade Phillips was not young when he took that job yeah. in 2007 and then you gave way to Jason Garrett you know like Garrett might have fit, fit that fit the mold. Y- young up and coming but like look at the trend of Jerry's Garrett, hires for there was a time when Garrett was the guy too remember when when Romo was good and Dak came out of nowhere and was good as a fourth round pick yeah. That was also a Jerry Jones who was willing to take a few more risks. Like the Jerry Jones now yeah. would not bring in Terrell Owens. Well, the truth is, to win a Super Bowl, you might have to let that Dak Prescott contract run out and start over a quarterback. Oh, so here's what yeah. I have something to say about that, actually, about why the Dallas Cowboys actually can't go that route. I'll, I'll do that next. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, we have a lot more to get to today. There was a new coach introduced in New England yesterday. Tell you why that is trending in the wrong direction. All of that, so much more. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. This portion of the show is sponsored by the new Hyundai Tucson, available with complimentary class-leading Blue Link Plus. Now it's easy to use your phone to control your Tucson. My in-laws have a Hyundai. It's awesome. I totally want it. Uh, anyway, we have something very exciting. Is this going to happen now, Maggie? I think we should do it now. We've been talking a lot about Mike McCarthy, and he's going to be back with the Dallas Cowboys. We've got Gerard Mayo sound for you. We've got updates on Harbaugh and, and Belichick and all of that stuff. But all of it pauses in this moment. <laughs> because <laughs> Wait, It was supposed to pause in this moment. We lost a producer. Well, we'll- okay. We're going to get to something fun in just a moment. But Andrew Bogish, why don't you hit us off with some headlines first, and we'll get to our little game here. All right, guys. Mike McCarthy is staying put in Dallas, but is Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator, interviewed for the Panthers and Titans head coaching gigs yesterday? Today, it's the Commanders and the Seahawks. Tomorrow, it's the Chargers. Uh, this seems a wow. Little, yeah, that's a, that's a robust schedule. All on Zoom. They're going to Dan Quinn. He's not traveling. He's sitting in a room, plugging in, Got making it. his pitch to be one of those five head coaches. I, I'll make a bet that he doesn't get any of them. I kind of feel that a little too. But just and I think <laughs> he just got killed by the Packers. That's really where I'm coming yeah, from. Yeah, kind of in the moment. I think he gets one. Maybe. Seattle? I mean, it sounds like people inside think that for some reason it. this is his best chance, which is weird. Yeah, I mean, if the Chargers don't get Jim Harbaugh, maybe that is a great fit. Going to do another defensive coach when you got Justin mm. Herbert there? Yeah. Uh, that doesn't sound right to me. Anyway, uh, there's no head coaching change in New Orleans. Saints GM Mickey Loomis defending Dennis Allen's 16 and 18 start as head coach by pointing out that Bill Belichick, Tom Landry, and Bill Walsh all struggled in their first few seasons in charge. Even Dennis Allen might agree that Dennis Allen is not Belichick or Landry (laughs) or Walsh. This is not Dennis Allen's first head coaching gig. There's also that. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get to Philly. We were told Tuesday morning that Jason Kelsey was retiring, telling his teammates as much in the locker room after losing in Tampa Bay. Kelsey saying on the new episode of his and Travis's podcast, that's not exactly what happened Monday night. I didn't announce what I was doing on purpose, despite... I guess what's been leaked to the media. I just don't think you're in a position after a game like that to really make that decision. I just don't. There's too much emotion in the moment to really fully grasp that decision. I'm not trying to be dramatic and continue to draw this thing out. I'm really not. If you listen to the extended clip, he's done. A lot of guys like, you know, if that is your last game, I feel sorry for you. And I'm like, you don't feel sorry for me, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay. Well, let me ask you wait, a question. Wait, 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 no, you guys are, oh. you're, you're, hell yeah, brother. 
Hell yeah, man. What you what he's you crying. What was Pete was talking over was him <laughs> unable to speak because he was so emotional because he's retiring. He just is not ready to say it out loud yet. Oh, that was my question. Okay, did is it look like he's gonna retire? But sometimes guys right after the season want to retire, then four weeks later. They'll uh, change their feel, mind. feel you know feel a little rejuvenated. Is there any chance that's going to happen? They I'm kind of Tom Brady. Yeah, I was thinking of Tom Brady. Tom Brady always retired right after the season. I don't think so. I I've never been more jealous though of an NFL player than I was of Kelsey. Did you see when he stopped by the Mickey D's mm. to give a jersey mm-hmm. to his favorite? Yeah, I did see that. Uh, Mickey D's employee. Did see the order? The order. Yep. Yeah. I mean, imagine just like, let's all live our lives starting the day with two sausage, egg, and cheeses and be considered in peak condition. Yeah. Sexiest be- man alive. Being athletic. <laughs> yeah. Athletic, sexiest man alive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's burning a lot of those calories, but like. Well, I worry now if he does retire and he's got to fit into a tux for the Travis Taylor wedding, <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to be McDonald's. Like, he's going to have to. Trust me, there's a big event coming within a year here for him. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, an offensive lineman, regardless of order, has a favorite McDonald's employee that deserves a signed jersey. A little too on the nose? Is that what I'm sensing from you? Yeah. I mean, it's right out of central casting. Of course, he's got a favorite fast food person. I'd probably be upset if I'm the other fast food people that he's most likely hitting on the way home. Like, where's my jersey for your afternoon quarter pounder with cheese? Uh, uh, He get an immediate broadcasting job. He's so popular right now. The fact that we're talking about a retired center. I mean, I can't even name that many centers. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was thinking, and I don't want to wish this on him because it's not a great life, but he could probably get into politics. He could probably, oh. he's very, he's huh. very likable. He's very folksy. Yeah. He's very. What political party is he? Part uh, of? I'm not going there. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I don't, I, I didn't know. know he had I, have, an I have no idea what his affiliations are. I don't, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, that's why I'm like, I'm You're just not saying Either party, I think he would be someone that I could see. <laughs> Which former John Runyon is he? Yeah. Runyon, yeah, yeah. But no, Still? Runyon wasn't popular like Kelsey is. Yeah, I'm not saying. I think yeah. I think Kelsey's way more popular than Runyon, and way I, more see, I think better talker. I don't think Jason wants to do that because if you get into politics, 50 percent of the people are going to turn That's off you. True. Right now, he's got 100. percent He goes down the Jersey Shore in the summer and bartends, and he's just beloved. I don't think he wants to give that Guys, up for politics. Think of what centers are doing these days. You go to get a media job, and then midway through the season when the Eagles inevitably fire whatever head coach they're going to now, you're going to come back and coach the team. This is the Jeff Saturday playbook. Oh, the playbook. It's happened once. Is that, <laughs> is that all centers. Yeah. What's another center who's done that? Oh, they're running it well. Uh, I can't even, all right, who are the good centers? There's like five. I can even, I'm looking at the best centers. Creed Humphrey, Jason Kelsey, and Corey Lindsley. Which one? It's not a natural transition to go center into the media. Now that, well, Sean yeah. O'Hara did it. Does yeah. it, right? Yeah. Okay. I think the bigger thing is your question of, like, is he one of these guys that gets oddly thin quickly, or is he one of the guys that struggles with not playing anymore and he gets unhealthy? I also want to know if he stays in Philadelphia, or does he pack up and leave that area? Is oh, he a, no. is he a Philly guy I, he's, forever? He's a Philly guy now. Yeah. Why would you leave Philly? You're never going to pay Philly. for a drink or McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's from Cleveland. It's not a, a drink or McFlurry. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I mean, because he's got to get back to Cleveland. I'm nothing against Cleveland. I just feel like you need to be in warm weather. Once you're done, you got to go somewhere where it's not winter anymore. That'd be I, my first play. Philadelphia guy or not. warm is probably, I think that's my, my, my heaven. Yeah. yeah. You're asking a bunch of people who are sitting here. It's 14 degrees outside. Is it that warm? <laughs> yeah. And also, spoiler alert, none of us are rich. Yeah. But so. Jason Kelsey walks around the streets of Philadelphia. He's a god. He walks around the streets of LA. He's a nobody. Does, you know, doesn't that play into it? I think that's what he would like. 
to be a god. No, like, I, think he'd, I think no. he'd like to just be fun and hang out. Yeah, and not be bothered him too much. Kelsey, don't get a lot of credit. Kelsey's, well, speaking to any microphone, they go to an opening of an envelope right now. I mean, you they love being famous. Yeah, like Jim Kelly's still, is he in Buffalo? Hell yeah, he is. Yeah, like Ron Jaworski's in Philadelphia. You don't leave your, your home base. I think if you're a former player, you want to stay in your town. Giannis was out with a bruised right shoulder last night. Damian Lillard and Chris Middleton were out there, but the Bucks never had a chance, taking a 135-95 beating in Cleveland. 31 points for Donovan Mitchell. The Lakers down the Mavs, 127-110, despite Luka posting 33 points, 13 boards, 10 assists. The T-Wolves, 124-117 winners in Detroit. Anthony Edwards had 27 and 8 helpers. Men's top 25 action, fourth-ranked North Carolina, extending into win streak to 7, 86-70 over Louisville. Thankfully, fifth-ranked Houston's back on track, snapping a two-game slump with a 77-54 route of number 25 Texas Tech. And UCF got a 77-71 win at Texas. And then some players did horns down as they lined up for handshakes. So Texas head coach Rodney Terry yelled at them on the court and continued complaining in his press conference. Whether you win or lose, you win the right way. You lose the right way. You carry yourself the right way. You don't go through the handshake line or proud to get into the handshake line and have about six or seven guys putting the horns down. We don't do that, you know, because when you do those kind of things, it looks very classless. And it also looks like you were just hoping to win. So I woke up to a barstool tweet about this, and it said three guarantees in life, death taxes and Texas overreacting to horns down. Why do they get so upset by people doing this? It it always feels, from the outside, like a massive overreaction. Always. Like, like there are things that, you know, listen, Perloff's from Philadelphia. Like, they'll really get after you. Like, they'll physically harm you. They'll kill a bull. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, <laughs> the, bull, the bull killing thing? Uh, no, that it's an overreaction. I mean, there's just always this weird the Texas is back thing, too. And listen, I always think about football. I don't know. Are you even bother doing your horns down against Texas basketball? I know if they're you good. See if you do. Well, I just think <laughs> yeah, if you do something like that, hit them and below the, the belt. Yeah, if you do something like that and then you lose, the other guy's allowed to do it back in uh, your face like that. Can we abolish the handshake line? It the, is the stupidest too. thing oh. we have, maybe in sports. Sportsmanship, EJ. Oh, give me a break, sportsmanship. <laughs> How about you give these kids some money, right? For what they're for all these hard work and all the kids are doing. Why are we doing why are we keeping this charade that it's this amateur, oh, we gotta be sportsmen? Like this is basically professional sports. Okay, but this is what separates us from the animals. The other thing too is sportsmanship. The other thing too is like <laughs> professional athletes who do get paid do shake each other's hands at. But there's not a there's not a handshake line. And for you don't hockey have players to. there is at the end of a series. Yeah, and the playoffs, not on a Tuesday night in January. Exactly. But, I mean, I I think basketball players at the end of a series. Baseball, they they never do it. uh, No, because baseball has a very strict sort of unwritten rule that if you win, you get to be on the field. And if you don't, you don't get to be out there. Football doesn't really have that. Also, NBA, there's... Why not shake hands? There's zero animosity between any players. <laughs> they all love each other. Yeah, but the NBA now, like, so it, players can be allowed to like say goodbye on the field of the court like they do, but you don't, I, I'm with EJ. We don't need to line these kids up. The game just ended. Sometimes they're angry at each other. You're asking for trouble, and it's not, it, it proves yeah. nothing. It accomplishes nothing. If they want to see their yeah. buddy, they want to point like the NBA guys do as they're walking off, that's fine. But the only thing this does is set up for 
stupidity like this. I love Jake Lloyd. What are you talking about? Bogus, you need the content. You need Jawan Howard getting <laughs> to fight. And also, my no. favorite thing, don't, one thing I watch every, I love actual the 60 minutes of football, but the coach handshake afterwards, I'm always eyeing that. I'm like, ooh, are they going to go after each other? Don't you guys <laughs> like to see the tension of this? Why? I don't, I don't they're the adults. Line. Right, and they're, right, exactly. Wait, like We're putting kids to... into the situation who oh, are not yeah. mature. Can we bring it back to the horns down just for one second? Is there anything else in sports where a fan base like there is such a no go like it's just this line of demarcation that no fan base would it would be it would be considered super class it, it's also a penalty right didn't the big 12 say yes. if you do that it's a penalty like in a football right. game, ACC needs to do that because people like doing the you down thing for the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah, but that's how, annoying. Do you get actually offended by that? It's annoying. It's Are annoying. you offended? No, not anno- not offended, but it's like really. You consider it classless? <sighs> it's not. I wouldn't say I don't know about classes, but it feels cheap. It feels like, like really, like that's know. that's where you're going. It seems kind of harmless to the, everyone else. Is there any? I I the don't star. know any of those. what's that. What always oh. did on the star? Right, but slamming the star or oh, a Kyrie Irving yeah. kind of wiped his feet on the Celtics. The Celtics, Celtics guy. Yeah. What did Baker Baker in the flag? Planted the flag in yeah, Ohio, State. Ohio State. That's a big thing, isn't it? Now too, oh. that happens more than once. Oh, in the dot, oh, the dot in the O in Ohio State. Didn't someone do that recently? That's uh, or a dot in the I somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, and something <laughs> yeah, happened in Ohio State. Like, <laughs> lowercase J's. Something <laughs> happened in Ohio what State this you? year. <laughs> Like doing German over there? <laughs> <laughs> Umlauts? over the eye. Yeah, yeah. Michigan and Ohio State have a lot yeah, of sure. problems on their fields. Like, you can't do <laughs> The Ohio State University. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> One more loss to Michigan. They should probably think about rebranding. <laughs> yes. Oh, is, is it okay. still me? Uh, well, we have a game we want to oh, play. Oh, that's right. Do we have time to play this game? I think we do. We're going to keep it quick. All right, so... This came out, this was born out of um, famous uh, re- musician and rap star, Styles P, who admitted that he doesn't understand some Gen Z slang terms, which is a pretty big admission for somebody of his stature and caliber and coolness back in the 90s. So EJ said, well, do you guys know any Gen Z slang terms? And now we're going to get a quiz. All right, welcome to EJ's Gen Z slang quiz. So we're going to give you guys each three questions. We're going to go with Maggie first. And okay. one thing we will have, Pete will be here as your lifeline. We're talking oh, about, good luck. Uh, we're talking about who wants to be a Gen Zer. Well, uh, listen Thank to who you. you got, okay? So we had a, we had a who wants to be a millionaire Small conversation budget. yesterday. <laughs> and we're inspired by that. So Pete is going to be your lifeline. So you can use him for one question. So Maggie, you're going to go first Wait, here. Wait, uh, how many questions am I answering? Three. I'm answering three questions. All right, better get okay. going. So what does the term wig mean? A, something amazing. B, you are angry. C, someone is scared. I think I'm going to go angry like you're wigging out. That is incorrect. Uh, that would have been my guess, too. What is it? It is A, something amazing. It is? Yes. Why? That's wig. Because it's the idea that, oh, like, it's so great my wig flew off. Oh, that's the, it's a, that's the, it's that's like the my concept. hair got blown back. Yeah, so you are, you're 0 for 1 here. I gotta right. write this down. Number two, if someone says mood to something you say, what does that mean? M-O-O-D? Yes. Mood? Okay. A, same here. B, they're bored. C, they want a mood ring. 
<laughs> Food <laughs> ring? That's, that, that reminds me of my childhood. Um, agree. They agree. You are correct. Oh, it is yes. A. Same here. So you Same are here. you are two, one for two here. Final question here. Which one of these sentences uses the term bussin' correctly? A, I know I'm late. I'm bussin' over there right now. B, the bacon bits in my mom's mac and cheese are bussin'. C, did you get that jacket from the trash? It's bussin'. Oh, no. I don't know any of these. Um, the bacon bits, it's cool. It's good. Makes it better. You are correct. Yeah. Wow. All right. So All right. two for three nice. for Maggie and no use of Pete's lifeline here. So really good job, Maggie. Guys, okay. I'm plugged in. All right, so we're going to Perloff here. Word. Who's, uh, and by the way, we have one, we have Maggie Millennial Perloff Gen X, or yeah. so a little bit of a yeah. generational yeah. Uh, yep. debate of argument or rivalry here. Ooh, so, I, I hope you have an Ethan Hawke expression here. <laughs> Gen X in the house. Oh, sorry about that. Right. Reality um, okay. Bites. Number Reality one. Bites. I was trying to think of the name of that movie, yeah. <laughs> okay, what does the term hits different mean? A- Weird or unusual, B, confusing or nonsensical, or C, has a marked effect or impact. A hit, uh, C. You are correct. Yeah, yeah. C. Hits right. has a marked effect or impact. So that's good there. One that one, one, like, I feel like you kind of, we've heard that and it kind of makes common sense. Like, that's what. Give me the one like busing. Like I, I will always go literal with these, just so you know. If you want to fool me, I was going to say busing. Of course, you're getting on the bus. Right? <laughs> right, go ahead. Okay, so number two here. What does the term finna mean? Say it again. Finna. Okay. Spelling F-I-N-N-A. Yes. Finna. Yes. A. Secret conversation. B. Finish. C. Plan something. Did you say finished or like from the country Finland? No, <laughs> finished like like yeah. uh, the language like of origin, origin, please. Not yeah. the country. Gen Z's okay. can't stop talking about Finland. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> wait, what was, C, what was C again? Sorry. Plant, plant something. Plant something. Plan. Plan. Plan something. Ah, uh, God, it can't be B. It would be that obvious, right? I'm. You know what? I'm. I promise to go literal. I'm going B. That is. Incorrect. Of Sorry. course. C is the answer. It plans something. So like, finna? okay, yeah, I'm, I'm finna go to IHOP after this. You know, that's. Oh, that's, let's do that. Yeah, that's a good idea, right? All right. So last question here. All right. Number three. One for one. I'm one for two. Which of these phrases means the same thing? A. Simp, Riz, Drip. B. Facts, no cap on God. C. <laughs> slay, lit, L. Oh, my God. You're going to have to slow way down. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was like a rapid fire. I know what some of those actually answer, mean. Though. Wait, do the first one again. Simp, Riz, Drip. B, Facts, No Cat, On God. C, Slay, Lit, L. B. You are correct. That was a good one. So two for three. So a, t- a tie. A tie. Wow. What, what was that? That was a very good last question, EJ. Thank you. Well, I, I crowdsourced this through many BuzzFeed and other type. Okay, so let's <laughs> go through it just quickly. All right, so Prof and I did do that badly. We pretty good. Gen Z pretty well. I think those last couple terms that you just used. So you got, uh, what's the first one? It was Riz. Yeah. Simp, Riz, Drip. Okay, simp, I know, means uh, like 
a simple simpleton or no, that, uh, not really. Unless it was it a used to gullible be that. and falls for no, stuff. No, simp now means oh, like, like so. Let's say oh, um, I simp for Jessica Alba. Oh, it means sympathy. Right. No, means like oh, you're like <laughs> you're, you're out of here. Why can't you like just use the words that the language already contains? Uh, you're like you're like a sap for some oh, hot like person I'm a fan. or fan or yeah, oh. like I'm a simp for you know Beyonce. I've been using that way wrong. Oh yeah, sounds um, like it. I, good thing I don't use it. Riz means charisma. Yes. Okay, that one we know. What was even the other Bilotti one? knew that one? Drip. Uh, yes. Drip means I'm dressed well. Yes. Or I've uh, I style have style right. Okay, what was the other ones? So the one that Pearl Scott write, facts, no cap on God. So all mean the same thing, basically meaning true. I think one of the biggest things for people who are not in Gen Z, the cap, no cap, that really came out of nowhere for some of us. So cap means you're lying. Yes. And no cap means you're not lying. Okay. I'm like the Rosetta Stone. So does lying and liar (laughs) and honesty. (laughs) Like, the words are already there. Your kids are Gen Zers. Do they say this? Uh, or they're a little young? They're a little young, but the, Riz is in our house, and mm. Drip has been used in my in my house. Who's Riz? But I don't <laughs> know the other ones. I got to tell you, I, I actually did a little prep work. I asked my daughter to give me some terms yesterday. She, she goes, simp? So she looked online. She goes, all right, let me see what they say Gen Z terms are. And she said, cap. And, she goes, and this is what she said. This is my third. What is this, 2019? Yes. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Burn. Uh, she said that everything online was already two years passe on TikTok. I have no idea what the what new terms are. What did she say? She didn't say any of this stuff. She never even speaks to me anymore. She's, thir- <laughs> she's 13. Because you're a simp. <laughs> in the original meaning. She does use the, the yeah, one term. What definition? One, all right. Are we doing any more here? Is everyone else going through it? Yeah. No, I mean, those are, those are, those do you know what the term ship means? That was yes. one. Okay. What Both. Love ship. Does that, wait, does anyone what else know what ship is? Because that's my favorite. Voyage of the Mimi. Do you, uh, do you know, oh, so. Wait, so, yeah, what so is it? Ship means like, oh, I'm shipping, uh, I'm shipping Taylor and, and, um, and, and Travis Kelsey. It means you like somebody else's relationship. Yes. You think they should be a couple. They should be a couple. Now oh, they yeah. are, but this was before maybe they got a my, couple. Lucy loves that expression. This is a, that's a voyeuristic society. You're only watching people online and like. Yeah. Like they say, they say it often when like you're watching a TV show and there's like a couple who's like, oh, will they or won't they? They're like, oh, I'm shipping the two. I'm shipping Jim and Pam on on the office. Yeah, right. We are in a bachelor, bachelorette society. We're talking That's about a big other deal. people's relationships. It's My kids real. love to talk about other relationships. Tom Holland and Zendaya is about half the conversation <laughs> of dinner. <laughs> I heard they broke up, by the way, but whatever. Well, he, he denied those rumors. <laughs> and here we are yeah. talking about that. That's why I love EJ. He's basically an extension of my kids. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's, that's weird. No, in a good right? way. Like, 30 yeah. years old. 32. Uh, aside from the sports stuff, the Marvel stuff, you're right there with him. <laughs> I don't. We have to break. I know this. So we're super late. I don't understand why regular people like us, like people who are, why people get upset when celebrities break up. Like, what did that do to oh, you? I, oh, I, I, oh we got to talk me. about this. Let's take a break okay. and come back and talk about that. <laughs> okay. Sports. Cowboys are keeping McCarthy, by the way. Same dynamic. Five <laughs> five. I'm not shipping McCarthy and the Cowboys. Yeah, right. That's a no ship. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Definitely didn't use that right. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Facts. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Coming up, we got more, including uh, we're moving around quarterbacks 
finding new home. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Don't move. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff on the CBS Sports Radio morning show. We will get more into the Dallas Cowboys' decision to retain Mike McCarthy. He's sticking around, everybody, for at least one more year. George is in L.A., though. He's got a thought on um, going back to the wild card round. Big hit on Tyler Higby that's getting some attention now. Hi, George. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Good morning. Yeah, um, even Stafford uh, said it uh, to uh, Kirby Joseph that um, that that was a dirty hit. I mean, he, if you look at the replay, he went straight to his knees, and unfortunately, Tyler Higby won't be ready for next season, and it, he might have to retire because his age. But he, he did this earlier in the year in the Minnesota game because that uh, Minnesota tied in. And also in that same game, he got a, a personal foul for, for – um, um, Pulling somebody off the pile, but uh, then he claims, "Oh, he's just doing his job." No, you weren't just doing your job. And the NFL, they can stop this. They can stop these hits on the knees, and they didn't even—they didn't even throw a flag for that. It was ridiculous. You know, thank you. You know why that's really interesting? Uh, that that hit's getting a lot of attention. They're going to watch Detroit and especially Kirby Joseph so closely in this next game that they'll throw a flag on anything. Because, that was gross to see uh, Higby's knee turn like that. And then Collinsworth, though, what Collinsworth said about how the players don't mind head hits was not what the NFL wanted well, either. Anyway, I think the NFL does not want this going on, so they're going to officiate this game kind of closely. Yeah, it was it was interesting moment in the game. Devastating hit. Higby's taken off the field. I didn't know that he's not going to play next year, too. Oh, I, that, I think George was presuming that. Okay, I, I'm I not sure that's true. I don't know. And then Collinsworth goes on a like kind of lengthy for, for that kind of broadcast. Lengthy sort of... Uh, monologue about how he talks to players and they would much rather get hit in the head than hit at the knees. That's definitely true, though. And I'm sure, he, I don't think he's making that up. 100%, because but, the knee will take you out for a year. But to to George's point, like, why that wasn't, you know, do you kick Joseph out of the game for that? Uh, They've it's done hard. this before. It's hard, yeah. I mean, when you have Matthew Stafford yelling at you on the field, Stafford's kind of mild-mannered. That's not good. Uh, coming up, a lot more on Mike McCarthy coming back as Dallas Cowboys head coach. And what does it mean for the rest of the NFL coaching cycle? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.